Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of The Well-Fed Artist. My name is Elliot Duke. I'm a mixing and mastering engineer and music producer here in Berlin, Germany. And I decided to start this podcast project as a way to help artists, independent artists who are starting out on their journey or just maybe uh, in the middle of their journey somewhere and uh, could benefit from some of the wisdom and experience of some of the many people I have met uh, along my own journey working in various roles in, in music. So that's the concept and uh, I'm joined today by uh, Sarah Hartman, singer, songwriter and powerhouse on stage. Thank you. Uh, to yeah. share. She has uh, quite an interesting story, I would say, in terms mm. of uh, history through the music industry and uh, trajectory as a, as a performer and recording artist. Mm. So maybe you can just start by giving your uh, giving our listeners a little introduction if they don't know you already. Yeah. So um, I'm Sarah and I am from Sag Harbor, New York. And I moved to Berlin probably about eight years ago. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a lot of, lot of ups and downs, lots of all, all around the town kind of, kind of stuff. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really entirely sure how to start, but, but I've, uh, at this point, I think I, I've, seen, um, I've seen, seen a lot of stuff. And I think it's sort of, uh, I've gotten to the point where um, I feel like I'm finally doing music for the right, the right reasons. and. Um, so yeah. you were a, stu mm. a mu music student yes. at one point, mm -hmm. and then mm. uh, you ended up getting signed to mm. a label of uh, Universal Music Group. Yes. Uh, but uh, mm. so maybe you can just mm. yeah. uh, take us back to the, yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> the time machine, man. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it was, uh, I was, I was 19 years old. Okay, well, I guess I, I did go to school in Boston. I did a year at Berkeley. Um, uh, I'm, I'm one of those kids. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot there. I was quite humbled, you know, high-level high musicianship. You course. know, I was surrounded by incredibly talented people. And then uh, I ended up, uh, because I knew somebody who knew somebody, which is the, the classic story, I suppose, I ended up writing two songs with the producer here. His name was Tobias Kuhn. And, um, yeah. Toby's Coons, um, well, the manager of Toby's band when he was 14 years old. Um, his name was Ziggy. He was like probably, I think, head head of A and R at Universal at the time. So it was it was it was, it was right right place at the right time kind of stuff. <laughs> I you know I wrote two songs and then uh, next thing I knew I was playing playing a showcase for the head of Universal at a Soho oh. House. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, yeah, I signed the paperwork and they moved me over to Berlin. And so, yeah. Interesting. So mm. I didn't know that uh, you mm. moved to Berlin through this, uh, this record deal. Yeah. yeah so yeah. were you signed mm. actually to Universal Germany? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm. So Ziggy was like head mm. of, of A&R yep. Germany, maybe. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, head of A&R at... Uh, I think it was Vertigo, and it was a very long time ago. I really should know this. But I, all I remember is that I saw him on TV once um, during some award show, and I was like, oh, it's Ziggy. And then uh, I was very happy about that. And probably the day after something, he met me for, for a coffee at, at like Bagels and Books, the Shakespeare and stuff. Oh, wow. 
and <laughs> and we had this nice talk. A very sweet guy. I really liked him, but he had jelly in his beard the entire <laughs> meeting, and and I thought that that was uh, very endearing. So. And then, so, uh, yeah. so you got signed, you blew up, mm-hmm. and happily ever after, everything uh, went yeah. uh, perfectly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you told me once uh, mm-hmm. that you, or maybe that you said this um, during a gig or something, that mm-hmm. you were maybe mismanaged. Yes. Um, uh, so maybe yeah. you can talk about what that mm-hmm. that means, maybe, with the, mm-hmm. with hindsight. or. or... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really, um, when you think about kind of the the pressure that that is involved with with that mm. amount of money behind you with that amount of yeah sort of expectation i guess as well um i i guess the the line i use now is pressure does not always make diamonds you know oh. sometimes it just crushes people yeah and it's sort of uh yeah i just i was moved to a, a yeah i was moved across the world so i was essentially moved very very far away from any sort of support system and you were 19. I was 19. <laughs> I remember I tried to buy jelly at the at the uh, at the Spady because I didn't know where the I, I was. They were just kind of like, oh, just fend for yourself, I guess. And I mean, they gave me a bunch of money, so I, I, that was great. <laughs> but it was sort of like I just consistently uh, just struggled with really simple things. And 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 I, but I mean, that really doesn't hold a candle to uh, the amount of pressure um, I was under. Um, I mean, it was sort of, uh, we played for, uh, I, I, I wrote the songs and then probably about six months later, I was playing, uh, rehearsing with the band for the first time and a oh. uh, great band, great people. Um, and then we played a little tour. We opened for family of the year. Um, it's like, so let me go. I don't want to be your hero. Great I might song. know it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a great song. It was in Boyhood. It was ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. It was a gorgeous song. No, I'm not. Yeah. It rings a bell, but I'm not like 100 sure percent I've heard easy. it before. But anyway, but they they were funny, and 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 it was like the first little tour around Germany, and then we opened for Miss Mister probably about a month later. Uh-huh. So we went from essentially like 100 200 capacity to probably 500 capacity to then um, in that February, um, I think January February, we played stadiums. Um, so I barely knew these songs, man. <laughs> like we were just. Yeah. Kind of getting to know each other, kind of musically. The band and I, we played yeah. with Ableton, of course. So that made it a little bit more streamlined. But um, that part of me just completely um, shut off during that tour. Um, it was just, it was just too much. Yeah, that yeah. sounds. Uh, I mean, yeah. like impossible to imagine, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy going like uh, <laughs> in such a whirlwind to like suddenly mm. being in front of such uh, such huge yeah. huge audiences. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like it. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I've, I've done a lot of work and, and like, emotional work and therapy and things to, mm-hmm. to kind of be able to be grateful for that for that experience. You know, because I mean, it is the coolest thing I've ever done. I mean, it's, it's just cool. Like, the pictures are amazing, but like, it was also sort of like I wasn't there. <laughs> you know, like mm. emotionally, like I, I really completely shut off um, from that point to probably about a year and a half. Later, um, through that time, I was I played on TV shows, I did interviews, I played festivals, I did a lot of really cool stuff, but like I was just gone. <laughs> Interesting. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, kind yeah. of. It's just you don't mm. uh, usually hear mm. um, hear that type of experience, or mm. I don't know. There's uh, mm. so many stories of of people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. 
I mean, you know, maybe fear. like being yeah. like uh, like <laughs> depressed or something, yep. or mm. but uh, I, I haven't heard it described mm. as just sort of being like yeah, yeah, go through the motions. You mm. know, just just go to work. You know, you just you just go, you show up, you do the best you can. But but like there is a, a large part of me that that was really not there, and 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 I think it was sort of um, yeah. I guess I I don't know how like open I should be about about these things, but I'm uh, just yeah. It's just sort of like it's my experience, and um, I think I I, I I'm okay with talking about it. <laughs> um, I think it's sort of it's intense, but it's also sort of. I think it's it's just it was an it was a natural reaction to um, the situation that I yeah, was in. Yeah, totally. Um, and I also do believe on the mismanagement point. Um, a lot of it was circumstantial, um, but I think if uh, about a year and a half into working with an artist, they end up in a psych ward. <laughs> I think you did something wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, in general, yeah. I think like putting someone that mm. quickly into that type of yeah. Of, life yeah. changes yeah i mean technically on the on the financial side i mean fantastic job you know like really impressive but uh on the human side yeah, it was, uh, yeah. something was severely missing and um which is i mean he was also what 25 years old so yeah he was your, just a, your manager at the time yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Ziggy or uh, no no, oh, no okay no. yeah no i mean yeah but but it's also sort of i don't i don't blame him anymore it was just sort of I mean, it's kind of strange. Like that's so young too, <laughs> mm. uh, and yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's led to a sort of like I don't want to rush. Yeah, I think it's sort of good things take time. You have to let them take the time that they're going to take, especially with creative things. Woof, you know, like you can make a bunch, you can mass produce cheap stuff. Like I, this isn't just for music, but. You know, if you really, you know, take the time to, to care for what you've made, not only will, as the person who makes it, I, I will care a lot more about it, um, but hopefully an audience might be able to resonate with it on a deeper level as well. And I, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but um, I, I'm definitely going to put that theory to test. Um, yeah, too much, too I fast. I think it assumes. makes sense, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I mean, mm. maybe the the lesson in a way or or the advice is is to set set kind of boundaries mm. beforehand but i'm yes. just thinking like that would be so mm. hard to do right yeah exactly if someone's like yeah. you need to go on this stadium tour yeah. like yeah especially for a young person but for any mm. person someone of any mm. age if this is kind of their mm. their dream in a way mm. it would be it seems like it'd be so hard to even if someone has like listened to this episode, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like it's it'd true. be so hard to be like, yeah. you, like you know what? Mm. I need more time, or I need. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, the really to move slower. You got to be ready, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to be ready, and 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 I think like whatever that means, and like there, it, like the it's and also just no, being aware of the reality of these things is 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 incredibly important. I think it, there's there are resources, there are people talking about it. I, I saw a YouTuber this morning actually. Uh, Dev, Dev Lemon's a great artist, um, mm. you know, just kind of talking about the reality of touring as an independent yeah. artist and, and how, like, you will not make money. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. And, and I think it's sort of, uh, it's not okay that that's the way it is. Um, but I think it's, it's sort of, I, I, I encourage education, um, especially about the business, um, knowing exactly what you're signing, getting a fantastic representation that works only for you, not for the label. And and mm. it's sort of like these are things that um, really should kind of be common sense at this time. But um, 
I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is the dream <laughs> is it's important to dream. It's important to dream, but but it's also sort of uh, you you got to know what you're getting into as well. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's this is not like music industry bad, but it's sort of like it's a dangerous place, you know. And and it's sort of like for mental health, for you know, sexual abuse. All of these things are happening in the music industry, and it's sort of I mean, yeah. <laughs> Contracts are, I mean, standard contracts are pretty, uh, can be exploitative as well. So it's sort of, be smart, you know? And, and I think it's sort of like now is a time where um, more than ever, you can be, you can have a music career, you can make the music that you want to make. Mm -hmm. It's about like finding an audience and nurturing that. Um, and and I, I mean, ultimately, these labels aren't really even necessary anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, they only really are there. That's for... what I've uh, heard people mm. saying like more and more in yeah. past years. So now are you, mm. um, do you have a manager now? Or are you self-managing? I am self-managing and uh, sometimes very poorly. I am a, not a very good juggler, um, but I insist on having all these balls in the air at the same, like, at the same time. But do you think that in the future, maybe mm. you'd be interested in, in working with a manager? Or do you think that you prefer mm. having that sort of control over, over that side of it too? Yeah. I mean, I think as long as there's a good, good team you know it's really just about like forming a, a genuine relationship with somebody that like solid healthy working relationship with someone that, again that also takes time <laughs> so it's yeah. sort of a, yeah that is important mm. though yeah mm. maybe um do you have any advice mm. or perspective uh for for someone starting out mm. maybe about how to go about building a team in terms of mm. management mm. Or, or our producers or, or other types of uh important roles I guess it's a broad question, but like anything. Well, I just I don't want to sound like a jaded ass, honestly. <laughs> so, sorry for swearing, <laughs> but but no. like I, you know, like I, I don't want to sound jaded, and and I think it's sort of the uh, hype is like find somebody that you work with well creatively. Um, the rest is really cool, um, but it really doesn't matter because um, with, with a producer, you know, with creative partners, like you can pretty easily feel that connection uh, one would hope <laughs> um, and, and you know and then once you feel that then you can tell when it's not really there and then you move on um, but it's ultimately sort of uh, as an artist the only thing that really matters is that your voice is heard and your voice is, is reinforced um, I've worked with a lot of producers where um, I mean creative work is very ego driven uh, it's, it's actually you know you can't really escape that yeah um, <laughs> but it's also um, Ultimately, that, that, that is the point of why you're there as an artist, is to facilitate your vision and your sort of idea of what this, wants, what this can be. And producers, you know, they're there to reinforce that. Um, and if they are speaking over you or <laughs> telling you what to do, then um, there's a lot of producers. And I think it's sort of the, um, with management and kind of on the business side, um, I do think it's, it's taking a lot of meetings and... and, and uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of finding finding people you can trust, and I'm gonna repeat myself, but like that also that takes time to build that kind of trust, and and I think it's sort of like you can get a good feeling from someone, and um, yeah, just kind of nurturing these relationships is quite important. Um, I think it's sort of you got to have somebody fighting fighting for you, you know, like somebody in your corner who mm -hmm. understands you, understands your boundaries, understands what you want to do, and and that um, yeah. That's, you think yeah, it's that's important, a, yeah. maybe, or mm. it makes 
sense most of the time to try and build some sort of uh, following first before trying to think about uh, mm. um, getting a team together in terms of uh, people to help with management or, or tour booking or something like this or yeah I mean I mean the the, the industry has changed you know like, like it's sort of you probably need a content manager before you need a music manager now but, oh, but it's yeah. sort of like I don't know. It's it's sort of I don't know. I, I think it really it really depends on mm-hmm. what 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 way you want to go and and like I mean there's a ton of resources online like a ton of resources online mm-hmm. so it's sort of like uh yeah um make up your own mind and yeah I don't know. I mean like the, there there is no roadmap anymore. I think that that's uh yeah quite it's tough. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> as exciting as it is scary, you know, but it's uh I think it's much more exciting, you know, because the roadmap, you know, I already went down that road. <laughs> it's sort of, a, a, yeah, I'm speaking from my experience, and it didn't really go very well. So I, uh, I'm excited about um, there being new sort of uh, directions and, and kind of uh, chances, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, as the kind of landscape changes. And do you mm-hmm. book your own shows now? <laughs> well, I mean, we have the show on the 18th. But technically, uh, yes. our good our good friend Osmosis, uh, Osmosis, <laughs> Hannah, or Hannah from Osmosis, title is. yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose I do, but it's also um, I'm still at the beginning of like mm. I'm finding my band. I'm finding, mm. um, yeah. I mean, at this point, um, trying to get funding, all of these things is quite important, um, you know. And and just kind of, I can play shows by myself, so um, that's what I'm doing at the moment. You know, trying to save up, <laughs> and then maybe pay a drummer, and then pay a bassist. You know, but it's sort of yeah, it's not a yeah. I don't know. It, it, the the future is is bright. I think it's just sort of um, yeah. It's, you really got to be kind of clever these days about um, mm-hmm. how you uh, invest your time and energy, and um, yeah, I'm writing writing pop songs behind the scenes. That's been my my gig. <laughs> like writing for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe some of the, mm-hmm. is that also uh, involving mm-hmm. some of the connections mm-hmm. you made, like, yes. um, yeah, previously? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got mm-hmm. at least something, mm-hmm. well, I mean, besides yeah. the I- cool experiences, mm-hmm. even though you may have yes. been, like, emotionally yeah. checked out for, yeah, for yeah, some yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sounds like mm-hmm. uh, at least uh, mm-hmm. you have... Mm-hmm. Uh, relationships from it too that have lasted yes yes it, yeah uh, not uh yeah that's true would yeah. you do you mm. have uh, mm. a- advice maybe for for someone who would be interested in working as a songwriter for for mm. other artists but uh is not sure mm. sort of where where to start that process yeah i mean it's a uh, gotta get your chops up you gotta be able to write a song in a day and and that that's mm. um yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's not really about speed, um, but it's about kind of like, if you have, um, yeah, it's like, it's like rehearsal, you know, it's like practicing drums or practicing guitar, or pra- like doing your vocal warm-ups, you know, like, it's about rehearsal, I suppose, and, and, and so um, if, you, if you can kind of get quick enough, um, then, yeah, I mean, send your songs around to people, these are things, but uh, there, there's a lot of doors that are open, and I actually mm-hmm. heard in an interview recently, like, if you just kind of start, <laughs> um, I mean, sending your things around, be, being your own advocate and, mm. and sort of uh, being your own sort of champion, I suppose. Uh, you never know what will come out of that. And, and mm-hmm. I think it's sort of, 
it sometimes feels like um, there's this like the music industry, these big important people with their two phones and things, and then there's there's the artists, the people that make stuff, and right, sometimes they feel very far away, um, these important people, but ultimately they're just human beings. And uh, uh, if you, um, I don't know if you've ever uh, broken uh, into uh, okay <laughs> fences, <laughs> fences, you know, a fence with a lock on it, you know. You don't need wire cutters. You can just kind of push it, and then you can kind of squeeze through underneath. You know, like this is a metaphor, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, don't break into buildings, but like, it's also sort of like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, um, it's not like a far away fancy land. It's got actually, you, got you. Um, a lot. Do you more think uh, like a really good website is is important to have in this case, or or mm. it's uh, maybe just sending um, like uh, yeah. Or? I mean, like your your socials are your business card. You know, oh, okay. it has to it has to look legit. Um, I think it's sort of it has to look legit, but it has to look like there's also potential to grow. Um, and I don't I don't necessarily think that. Um, I mean, honestly, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah, knows yeah, why true. something is popular and why something is less popular. Nobody knows anymore. And I mean, then especially I mean Gen Z geniuses they came up with industry plant we can spot that shit now so it's sort of like it's it, we're really leaving more and more room for for uh, authentic and, uh, and honest sort of mm. artists to, to be able to kind of climb their way to at least the point where they can support themselves um with their music and um that's that gives me a lot a lot of hope <laughs> so yeah, yeah. absolutely mm. and uh for yeah, maybe even reaching out to like managers or other industry mm. people. Do you think like DMs or emails or I guess all of the above? Uh, I mean, like there, <laughs> there's a bunch of resources here. I mean, like like Music Pool is pretty cool. You know, like they have a bunch of events. I mean, like I, I like in person best. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can always shoot emails around. Like that's always good, but much easier for people to ignore that. So it's sort of the I don't know, man. I I, I wish I knew. I you know, like I am. I'm not super. Uh, we're all yeah. learning, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm more focused on making the uh, music as good as it can possibly be. Um, and the, I think the rest will just, uh, yeah, I just have a feeling it'll kind of fall into place. And, I think that's uh, also yeah. uh, an mm. important attitude to have in a mm. way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good at the industry stuff, and, I, and I'm, I'm still a bit angry, so... I think it's sort of, um, I, I don't think that yeah, hustling is really that cool. I don't think that, uh, well, yeah, I think it's just sort of make what you're going to make and, and like, like really put, put the energy into that. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I've gone broke in this process, but it's also sort of, I've made something that I really believe in and yeah. um, I was given the space to do that. Speaking of mm. which, mm -hmm. um, is the album out? Mm. Okay, so... Um, so I saw like mm -hmm. a demo mm -hmm. album on Bandcamp. Yes. Yes. Um, well, see, I am bootlegging my own album. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of like there are very few ways to, um, yeah, it's about kind of nurturing the audience uh, or attempting to connect with whatever audience is left and, and, or, or whoever is interested in the next step. Um, I mean, that's the title is you got to start somewhere. <laughs> so start somewhere dark and like, but it's sort of the... Um, Bandcamp is one of the few sort of platforms like Bandcamp and Patreon um, where like you're, you're there to kind of support the artist. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, most, I think, if not all proceeds, I think Bandcamp maybe takes like 
five, 10% tops um, goes directly to the artist. And mm-hmm. we all know how much Spotify pays. Yeah, um, so it's sort of, um, I, I thought that it would be a, a way to kind of build a bit of a foundation. Um, yeah, and it's pay, pay what you want, radio, radio head style, but it's also, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's important to kind of ask for um, help when it's needed. And I think it's sort of the, we, we will do an official, official, official oh, release okay, later okay. in the year. Um, we, we're, we're mixing the album now. We actually added a couple of tracks to a couple of the songs. Oh, so it's sort of, um, yeah, there will be something special. I kind of think that's a good idea, actually, mm-hmm. because uh, some of the music that I worked on in my, mm-hmm. some of my, the bands ah, yeah. that I was in before, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. work really hard on something, maybe even play it live a bit before mm-hmm. making the record mm-hmm. and uh, get it mm-hmm. finished, uh, release it. Mm-hmm. But then oftentimes, like some months or years later, mm-hmm. then you can really hear it. <laughs> Yes. And you're like, mm. oh, man, like, mm. the the course should have happened mm. earlier. Like, yeah. <laughs> these are things. Ah, the baseline yep. should have mm. been like this instead of like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so that's... that's so this is uh, mm. Sarah's uh, upcoming slash semi-current mm. uh, yep. album, yes. Start Somewhere Dark. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with, I would say, like, mm half-ish of the songs like mostly yeah. from uh from gigs and stuff yeah man you were you were doing sound for a couple of those yeah <laughs> so like, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. uh do you have a, a firm uh mm. release date or, or it's... not yet okay cool. I, I think it's sort of a i mean yeah on, on from the 18th on um it will be available on, on Bandcamp. so download if you want it, it, give me give me all your money no 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 but but like no nah, it's sort of like a yeah, I want I want it to be out. I mean, it, it's been probably in this form since uh, probably January or so. Um, we've been finding trying to find mixers, and you know, with, with an indie budget, it's not a, it's hard. And mm-hmm. and I really I I don't really want to compromise on a mixer. <laughs> so I, yeah. well, no, it's not really about compromising. It's just I I want I want this music to be as but like, the best it possibly can and. Um, that that um just takes some time uh yeah i mean you know it's, it's letting it grow organically as well i mean at this point i think i've been talking about this album for <laughs> a very long time so i think it's sort of yeah and then i have a, a much many 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 more songs i think i, I suppose in, in a nutshell it's been like um probably about six years since i was uh, i asked to be dropped very politely um, from Universal, mm. and they, you know, they were shelving me anyway. So, you know, I asked to be dropped, and so, so I, I was dropped, and I was very grateful for that. It was time. I was incredibly unhappy. Um, so I've kind of since then. It's really just been this really, really, really long journey of um, un- unraveling, um, kind of why I lost my sort of like passion or, or fire mm. for for music in, in that process. Um, and essentially, like, I have been writing this entire time. I have some incredible, incredible songs that I'm sitting on. Uh, I just, I needed to kind of start by myself mm-hmm. and, and start for the right reasons. And, uh, this album is dedicated to my mother, um, who, you know, we have, well, a lot of people know that, uh, is, is not very well. Um, did I fix it? 
sure. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I feel like it's drooping. It's drooping oh, a little. Yeah. And then the, uh, yeah, to, to my mother, uh, Carrie, Carrie Sundara. And, um, yeah, and, and I think it's sort of like she, she taught um, me and my brother how to make stuff and how to make stuff out of pain, out of, out of happy, happy times, out of, like, bad times, out of um, just curiosity, you know, like, she, she really, that was her, her gift. And um, so I, start, I started, started making stuff. Through the pandemic, I learned how to produce mm. my own stuff. And, um, I mean, to a point, I suppose. Um, and, uh, yeah, in, in pop, um, you have co-writers. That's why I'm employed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also sort of, I never really felt like the music that was out there was purely my own. Um, because there were a lot of voices on it, um, determining like what it was and what it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I'm still very incredibly proud of that music. Um, but it wasn't, um, me or mine, um, Mm -hmm. only, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, yeah. And I was actually told by a media consultant, uh, to not mention that I had a producer and a (laughs) co-writer. So I guess the times have changed. I think it's a pretty um, open secret. Yeah, <laughs> these things happen. That, so you know. yeah, right. <laughs> the world has turned, and I'm really, really grateful that it has. Um, yeah, and and in in that time, I've just been kind of accumulating uh, a, a body of work that I'm incredibly proud of. I just had to start by myself, for myself, again. <laughs> Sounds really important. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I mean, it's all very spiritual shit, but but it's also sort of the uh, I am, I'm understanding the kind of like practical aspects of things as well and I think it's sort of yeah it's not an easy life <laughs> you know um, but we deserve to be well fed artists you know? the starving artist thing is not a not a healthy trope no, no it's, uh, it's not sustainable <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> so yeah then it's sort of, but like ultimately it's up to us it's up to us to, to kind of build build that path forward we gotta eat and not just food we also need to feed our brains with happiness yes and <laughs> happiness and friendship <laughs> yes yes um cool so uh yeah i've been so happy to have been joined today by sarah hartman go check out the demo mm-hmm. versions the bootlegs on uh, Bandcamp, and stay tuned for many more releases to come Woo-hoo. thank you for listening and uh on the outro this is uh burn the witch or possibly horizon <laughs> by uh, sarah hartman <laughs> nice man <laughs> Hurrah, hurrah, the witch is dead. Hurrah, hurrah, the witch is dead. Hurrah, hurrah, is this the end? Hurrah, hurrah, is this the end? My Joan of Arc is an anarchist. My God is a narcissist. My heaven's someplace blasphemous and my mirror is hell. My purgatory looks just like Los Angeles Every room at this party's full of elephants Stuck in awkward conversation with their silhouettes Nobody will even know my goddamn cigarette
Chances I shouldn't get. All the sorries that I should have said. And every echo stuck inside my head. Hurrah, hurrah, the witch is dead. Thank、you